still recovering from my fascial remodeling session, but I was up. I was up doing things yesterday. Uh, it took me a little bit longer, but I was able to get up and eat a fried egg sandwich and trying to figure out, am, am I sweating so badly on nights that I don't eat a lot of food? Because there are some nights that I don't sweat and I've eaten a really good meal and I haven't kept a dag. That's what I could use my AWOL of Zebra agenda for. I could sit there and write down, track your food, and I could keep a diary of my food. All of these things that I hear about people doing, but I feel like I guess I'm just too darn lazy to do it. It's not so much that, it's just that you have to think about this illness with every move you make. I mean, Sting wrote the song about us. Every move you take, every breath you take. I mean, we're watching us. Every little thing we do, it's not magic, but every little thing we do depends on how we facilitate the situation. When we bend down, we have to be careful how we bend down. When we pick something up, it depends on the poundage, I guess, on whether or not we can do it and the awkwardness of it. Uh, some of us need ring splints to write. It's hard to type. I've been trying to send messages back to everybody, and now I've just gotten to the point that I'm just hitting voice memo because I just have a difficult time having to use my hands and it's just easier to do it that way. And I've been putting things off because if it's not just right, I don't want to do it. It's kind of like if I never had the money for it, I don't want to do it. And you're never going to have the money for it. So just go ahead and do it. I guess that's how I need to look at it. Today hasn't been but so productive. I did strip the beds. I put back together our bed, not so much my son's. I'm like, I guess he could do it. Of course he could do it, but I enjoy making it. But I can't believe how slowly I moved on putting the bed back together. And most of my pain started up on my left side, which is where I think I still have a few more fascial adhesions. So I asked, you know, how do I get out of this crazy bitches text messaging group? I know I can drop out, and I'm sure they're not going to miss me. It's just the four of us, and I am one of those four. But I honestly don't know how to stop them from coming in. It's on my cell phone. I don't know how to get out of their chain. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to block somebody because I feel that's rude. And, you know, when one can next with me. That's a little bit different than all three. And and then I woke up this morning and I tried to be part, I tried to participate. And I was like, oh, what an adorable picture of you and your cat. And I hope you're having a better day because something had gone, gone wrong. I don't know if she broke or start, I don't know, popped a rib out or something. And she had had horrible things happen before. And I'm reading all of this. Well, she never responded to my, I think your kitten's really cute. And I'm like, wow, it's just, it is. It's like Facebook all over again. They respond when they want to. Maybe I'm not saying the right thing. So I thought, well, I'll try to, 
you know, be more sympathetic. Maybe I'm not sympathetic enough and they just want somebody to complain to about this is what sucks. This is what happened about my day. But I think I'm at my wit's end because they all know that my big thing is fascial remodeling. And I just happen to put, well, I'm, you know, in the bed at the moment because I had, you know, some fascia ripped off the bone and, you know, but that's cool because I might hurt for like a day and a half, two days, but I don't have to heal from a surgery. I'll be able to get up and be better. I'm walking like I never had a problem walking, which is super cool. I'm starting to hurt a little bit, but like I said, I I really do think, and, and think back to your first trauma. Mine was coming out of my mother's womb. My left foot was clubbed. It was off to the side, and she worked on turning it so that it would face forward so I wouldn't have to have a corrective shoe. And I, I told you that story. She sang Campbell's chicken soups are mm, good, and she would turn my foot in while she did it. But I think that in turn created a domino effect and messed my pelvis area up, and then I got pregnant, and that destroyed it, and that's what's created this vicious cycle. And that's why I think I'm in so much pain in my hip area and the outside of my knee because I can follow that fascial band and I can tell and I haven't really had that much trauma on my pelvis. So I'm just trying to think what else it could be, but I can tell that it's a fascial adhesion and I know it needs to go away. So I wake up and I wake up to like 18 text messages because they're in different time zones. And it is one of them describing how they've got this. They're not able to breathe. This is a problem. They've had a seizure. They've had this. They can't sleep. But they can't breathe because of a fascial adhesion that is stuck from their sternum popping out and then their rib and then they're talking about surgery and then I thought I just I don't belong here I just don't belong here because I want to say so badly you flat out said you have a fascial adhesion you yourself something that most people don't bring up in normal conversation it's not something most people know about that's why I love talking with y'all because I get a lot of messages from you understanding that you know about fascia. But to admit that she had a fascial adhesion, knowing that I was covered in them and that the only way I'm up and moving is because I addressed those adhesions, I would think that she might I don't know, think about working on her adhesions. That's just one of my problems. It's one of those where you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink kind of thing. And I'm not saying my way or the highway or anything like that, but I might not understand your modality, but if I've seen that it's helped you, I'm sure as heck going to try it. Just like the ice baths. 
Yvonne, I am going to do the ice baths. I just don't know if I can do them when it's not 100 degrees outside because I go into severe muscle spasms when my body gets cold. But as I've been releasing the adhesions, my my spasms have been less and less and less, and they haven't been that strong. I start getting spasms where I have these adhesions left, but it's I can feel it's on my left side, and that's what's causing the pain. So don't you know if somebody came to me with the modality that would work or possibly worked for them and I see that they're up and they're out and about and they're possibly traveling and they're living life, you bet your bottom dollar I am going to try that modality. Now I'm not going to bathe in pig's blood or sacrifice anything or anything like that. So please keep those little modalities to yourself, but anything within reason I'd like to try. I mean, thanks to many of you, I've gotten great ideas of of what to try. And every little bit helps. And today, I had the best intentions of everything I wanted to do. The fact that I did our bed, that's a win. I've washed all the sheets. Maybe my son's bed isn't made yet, but I did a little bit. I did my exercises, and do you know that I was huffing and puffing when I was doing the sit-down, sit-up, sit-down, sit-ups? Three sets of ten, and I was just going, oh my goodness gracious, I am so out of shape. And then that's when my left pain side started triggering so that's usually a sign for me that there's a fascial adhesion in that area because it's moving when I exercise and something isn't quite right. So we're getting to it. I plan on getting to the root of it, plan on getting to the bottom of it on Monday, and I'm working on it every day in the shower. But I mention all of this because if I had sat and allowed myself to be gaslit and allowed myself to think this is as good as it's going to get, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Now, granted, I haven't done but so much. I put away a load of clothes, washed the sheets, washed my 10-foot blanket, getting ready to take a shower, done my exercises. I piddled more than I paddled, and I know I should have done more. Still have to work on paperwork. I did make a phone call. I I got a few things done. Tomorrow's another day. I know I want to dust. Paperwork will always be there. But there are some calls that I have to get up and make. Like tomorrow, I can't. I've got to get up and do these things if I don't get them done today. I have to be proactive. But I'm also trying to get used to this new body and how this body is going to work doing regular household chores. But there are chores that I can't do, like vacuuming and honestly, putting on that fourth corner on a fitted sheet on a bed is a little bit more difficult than it used to be for me. So I'm trying to do things that are on deadlines and get things done. And one of those was 
Annika Vliegen. She was on about medical gaslighting, and she has a, a weekly blog that she puts out something weekly. And she asked me, because she's having a little bit of an incident, she asked me if I would guess right a week for her about medical gaslighting. And I said, well, of course. But I'm embarrassed because my way of putting words to pen and paper are not as eloquent as Annika's. But I was honored nonetheless, and I really wanted to give it a shot. And I had been putting it off. She asked me, I think, Sunday, could I have it ready to go by this Sunday? I said, well, of course, I will. The whole time thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, Christy, what have you done? What have you done? You know you're not even keeping up with the people you have to get back in touch with. You know you have things to do that are more important, like paying your bills and doing things like that. You can't be biting off any more than you can chew. You are an idiot. What are you doing? You have no business offering to help Annika out. But I felt... It was a way to take a little bit of pressure off of her. It might help me get followers on Spotify. It might, I don't know, get me connected with somebody that I can learn from. I mean, think about it. When I put out the video about listening to AWOL Zebra, who would have thought that it would connect me to an EDSPT like Amy Newberry to give me the exercises I have been asking for for the past year and a half. Isometric exercises. I've got them right here. They are so cool. So I wrote this letter. Now, I mean, it's not a letter, but I wrote this thing for her blog, and I don't really know. And so tell me what you think. I was honored and scared when Annika Vliegen asked me to guest write for her blog. This is her forte, not mine. I talk for a living. That's why I do my podcast. I hope I do you proud, Annika. After I gave birth in 2008, my body started going downhill. Neuropathy, seizures, allergies to foods. Every year presented with another idiopathic condition. The final straw for me was 2021. I completely lost my ability to walk and talk. The doctors did every test possible for my breathing. Nothing worked. They then told me it was a condition that was in my head. My vocal flaps forgot when to work. I had vocal cord dysphonia. It's like my body quit functioning properly and I had to learn to talk again. Now that's how the doctors started treating my walking. I needed to learn how to walk again. I was blocking myself from being able to walk, just like my talking. I never felt so lost. They told me with encouragement I would walk again. When they saw me covered in bruises, they tried to get my husband out of the room because they thought I was being abused. It couldn't be that I subluxed easily. At that same exam, the doctor dislocated my knee during a test. They told me that it was a past childhood traumatic experience and I needed to bring it out so that I could free my body to walk again. Because my walking was intermittent, I started thinking the doctors were right. I questioned myself. My muscle spasms got so bad, 
My husband took me to the ER. After hours of questioning from the doctors, they were not happy with my responses. There was no reason for me to be having these issues, and the test backed that up. The doctors were then quite sure I was doing it. It was in my head. Hours later of me saying it wasn't, my husband finally looked at me and said, if you don't agree that it's a neurological issue, they are going to admit you. I then felt like my husband didn't believe me. They got to him. I couldn't walk and no one would listen. Release the stress was my only direction. They were ready to measure me for a wheelchair. I had been given no diagnosis, been told it was in my head, needed therapy, and was now bedridden for over a year. I couldn't allow myself to be gaslit to this new way of life. Six neurologists and one occupational therapist later, I got my diagnosis of HEDS and my reason for not being able to walk. I refuse to allow medical doctors to decide my future ever again. Wow. Thank you, Annika. This brought back up a lot of memories. I am going to tell this story on my podcast. I always talk about the now. I forgot how this horrible situation affected me. It makes me want to fight even harder to make sure I never go through that again. Thank you for this opportunity. Hurry back, my friend. So there you have it. That's what I sent in to be submitted for Annika. And if she doesn't want to use it, that's fine. I completely understand. But I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> See, I, I don't write things very well. And I'm embarrassed because I know my uh, structure probably isn't, you know, completely correct. Uh, my verbiage, the, the, I, I'm sure my husband's always correcting me. I, I, I'm sure. And then I like to put my own inflection into how I say something. And I feel like that doesn't come across on paper as well as when you say it. So I hope that made sense, but it did. It made me think about the fact How horrible it has been dealing with these doctors. How hard I have had to fight to have a modality used on my person that the doctors don't believe is working. To start taking less and less medication. For one, I don't want to. For another, I would like to be able to give away the pain medication. I would. Because sometimes I think, do I need it? Or is it just because I know it's there? I'm supposed to always hurt, so I'm supposed to always be on pain medication. I don't, I don't really know. But I try to back off the baclofen, hence the name back, back up. So I'd like to, to, to back off of that if I can. I've been able to really decrease my Xanax because I'm actually starting to be tired. Because I do talk about how this affects me every day, I sometimes forget 
how horrible, horrible, horrible it was just a few years ago. And the setbacks with the PT have been bad. But when you're looking into your husband's eyes and you honestly don't think he believes you and you think to yourself, I am all alone. I can't get anybody to listen to me. What do I do? I mean, it got to the point that I called my friend Jennifer. I, I, I said, I need your help. I need you to write this stuff down for me. And I would just go in and I would see the next person that I thought was going to help me and I would give them the piece of paper. And I would be like, fix me. I can't tell you because you're not going to listen to me and it takes too long. Read this piece of paper. And when I had to bring up those feelings again to write that piece for Annika, it kind of pissed me off about the crazy bitches text chain. Because it's text message after text message after this is what ruined my day to day. This is what screwed up my life. This is what messed up my evening. I'm not saying you have to fake it. But I honestly believe that we have gone through bad experiences to hopefully be strong enough to help the next individual so they don't have to. Or we've gone through these experiences to hopefully make us stronger so no one can gaslight us back into the bed. No one will ever tell me again that I will not walk. No one will ever tell me again that I will not talk. I mean, unless they've got actual proof, something's been severed, God forbid, or anything like that. You know, I mean, if it's against, you know, it's not going to happen until they create the tool that, you know, will fix me. Because I, I just believe everything's fixable. I know. It's an unrealistic thought process. But when you have so many negative things kind of drop in your lap, you can either sit there and and dwell on how bad and how crappy it's going to be because it's been that way. Or just think you can do your best to try and fix it. And even then... It's exhausting. I've been moving slowly today because I just, I do, I, I feel somewhat sluggish. But I'm also trying to not get overwhelmed and I'm trying to get used to not having an appointment to go somewhere every day to now knowing that 
just being able to get up in the morning is a win. And then if I get a load of laundry done, awesome. When I get a chance, let me go ahead and dust one room or something. Let me do my exercises. But I have to understand and remember where I was. And you kind of forget about it and jokingly kind of brush it under the rug when you're trying to stay positive and trying to do well. But it doesn't hurt to think about it every now and then. Like I said, it brought back almost a panic attack when I was writing that for Annika, but it was good. Because hopefully somebody will read that and maybe they'll follow me on Spotify. (laughs) We're getting so close. We're getting so close back to the ambassador ads. And if you would be so kind as to support AWOL Zebra, I would sincerely appreciate it. No amount is too little, and I sincerely mean it from the bottom of my heart that it means the world to me that some of you have chosen to support what I do. It means a lot. I never thought I'd get paid to use my voice again, and it's super awesome. Please send me your messages. I am responding to each and every one. So I appreciate hearing from you. Please, oh yeah, get your questions in for Amy Newberry, EDSPT extraordinaire, because I don't want to hogger all to myself. Maybe there's something you need to know about your pelvic floor. Maybe there's something you would like to know about uh, to help you. Maybe you're trying to strengthen your neck. Maybe she could give you some tips. Maybe you've got questions about uh, 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 how to strengthen your pelvic floor. Uh, You've got uh, questions about the best way to, you know, put some muscle back in your derriere. I don't know. But get your questions in. I'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Spotify. Support us if you can. That's, again, means the world to me. And I'm working on an AWOL zebra something or another. And I will gladly uh, uh, spread the love of the AWOL zebra. I don't know. My husband was doing pop sockets. But then there was this whole, I don't know, this whole big thing about how pop sockets aren't really good anymore and that people don't like them. And I like them, but, you know, I don't need anything fancy on it. But my husband did make me one with a little AWOL zebra on it, and I thought that was super cool. So I I, I don't know. Maybe it's an age demographic thing. I don't know. So message me. Let me know what you would like to see an AWOL zebra on. A tattoo, uh, a notebook so you could do your agenda, a notebook so you could keep track of your food intake, uh, uh, a mouse pad, a little window decal, a t-shirt, 
Underwear? I don't know. What would you like to see a crazy, wacky zebra with the words AWOL on it? What do you want to be AWOL? Your buttock? That would, oh, AWOL zebra growing across your caboose. You could do that. It could be socks, a koozie, uh, a water bottle. I don't know, but apparently pop sockets are a hit and a miss. I don't really know, but they are expensive to make. But we'll see. So message me. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening to my my story with, with Annika because I was a little, uh, I, I wanted to know what you thought. I hope it sounds okay, and I hope she likes it. And uh, I hope I do her proud. Thank you all for being here. It means a lot to me. I'm going to get up, take a shower, and go get my son. Oh, man, tears just, well, tears just, why am I moody? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, tears just popped in because I'm thinking, okay, Emma just left my lap. She got into the clean bed, got on the clean bed before I could put a towel on it. I'm sitting in the chair that my husband usually sits in. I'm on heat, just resting a little bit from doing my exercises and putting the bed together, thinking about jumping in the shower and going to get my son. This has been, with the exception of the downtime for the fascial remodeling, one of the best weeks I've had since we've been together. And we've been together almost a year. This really has been. I'm not denying that I have the illness. I'm not overdoing it with cleaning. I don't have everything to done. <laughs> My to-do list is overrunning. But it's okay. I've made some wonderful connections, some great friends because of the podcast. Got some good interviews coming up. If I have a way to get myself better, why would I not jump on it? How in the heck do I get out of this text messaging thing? I keep looking at it like I'm going, and I, I mean, I, I have to do I block? I can't do that. I mean, they're going to know I dropped because there's three, but maybe if I text in the middle and then my, I, my text stops, I can make it look like I lost connection, but that's like going through a tunnel, and I don't think that would happen in a text message, so, oh, that won't work. It says, I mean, how, I mean, how do I, how do I, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking. The only thing is to block and I don't want to block because that's rude. You know what I'm just going to do? Here we go. Oh, a text message just came in. Delete, delete before reading. Maybe I'll do that. And then if I see something that maybe has my name on it, I'll, I'll look at responding. But maybe if I just dip out and don't respond, then 
I, I won't be included anymore. I really wanted to be a part of a group. I really, really did. This is why we're starting the AWOL Zebra Booster Club, because I don't mix well with other people, so I need like-minded individuals that don't, that don't mix well with others either. I was an only child. I am an only child. I don't play well with others. That's why I was good as a disc jockey. I was in a room by myself. If you were talking to me and you got rude on the phone, I could just hang up. If you came in to talk to me, I could flip the on-air button so you couldn't come in because I was on the air. I liked that. I liked that. So that's what we're going to do because I am unable to fulfill the commitment of the crazy bitch text messaging group. As again, that's with love. We are going to start the AWOL Zebra Booster Club. So send me a message if you're interested in joining and I will keep a tally. For those that have supported AWOL Zebra, definitely you you get first in and you'll get a special little something or another. It's going to be a package. There's going to be something. If you get nothing but like a lollipop extra, you're going to get something that nobody else has because you were some of the first ones to support AWOL Zebra. But when we do the actual booster club, yes, we'll have things in there that only we want. And we'll have like a, we don't have to have a pledge. We don't have to do anything like that. Because I hate it, you know, like you go to join groups, they ask you all these questions and this, that, and the other. And I look at it like this. You can't edit real life. And I don't walk up to somebody in life and say, I'm getting ready to say hello to you. But before I do, just so you know, if you say anything I don't like, if you do something I don't like, then I, you know, if you're not going to be nice to me, then I will not be carrying on this conversation. No, in real life, if I don't like how you treat me, I just kind of walk away. So that's how I kind of treat these groups. If, you know, I don't seem to fit in, I'm not doing real well, then I'll just back myself out and 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 that's what it is and I'll just start my own where I feel like I can belong so there will be no questions there'll be no rhyme or reason to it you just can join to join it'll be like the Mickey Mouse Club everybody could join the Mickey Mouse Club you didn't I mean yeah everybody could who's gonna be Cubby and who's gonna be Darlene and Annette was she our favorite or what? And then, ooh, 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 the one that went to play on My Three Sons. Was that Don? Was that Don? That wasn't Cubby. Was it Don? I think it was. I'm trying to think of it going through my head. But yes, I remember Barry Sylvester and then the other brother because they were real brothers, Chip and Ernie. Sylvester Sylvester, no. Anyway, you know, my three sons. But he grew up, he wasn't the oldest my three sons. It was that cute, cute guy, Mike somebody, back in the days when he was the older brother, the oldest brother. Then they adopted Ernie, who in real life was Chip's real life brother. But he left the show. Mike, Tim Constantine. Yeah, that was it. That was him, Tim Con But then, oh, was he in Spinning Marty? 
oh lordy i am showing my age and the thing is this was the my <laughs> my mother's mickey mouse club not mine. I used to love that. She would wake me up at like two or three o'clock in the morning and we'd watch I'd Mary Joan, Felix the Cat, The Life of Riley, Bachelor Father. I used to love those shows. Oh. And then at five, I Love Lucy was too difficult for me to understand, then went on to become my very, very favorite show. Well, look at this. I've just run my mouth, run my mouth, and talked and talked and talked. But yes, a booster club. That's what we're going to have to do for individuals that seek out modalities to make their lives better, for individuals that don't belong in regular <laughs> groups. This group is for you. And... If I can get $1,500, I can have the rights to Kiki D's greatest hit because she only had the one. I've got the music in me. I could play it. I could do it. I used to send them out on CDs with an inspirational message when I had a booster club at the radio station. Why can't we have one here? We've got to have something to make us feel good, don't we? It could be a TheraBand, so you could put that around so you could stretch and tighten up. Uh, uh, no, that would be nasty. You couldn't send that. I was trying to think of a Kegel thing, but then that wouldn't be good. But I, I am I, I will be able to tell you how to use do a Kegel properly. I do have the instructions on how to do that. But then if I supplied you a thing to use for that, then that would probably end up crossing lines and wouldn't be good. And then can we go international? Is it international if I send to the U.K.? I don't know, but we've got Australia, Venezuela. I mean, anywhere. Anybody wants to join, we can. And then we find out where you are physically, and, and, and not to come get you or anything, but so we can find out where the majority of people are. And then if we can and enough people are interested, we could eventually get together and, and do a group thing in real life, maybe, if some of us are close enough to each other or work on each other fashionably, I'm sure there are some people there. I mean, I'm getting messages from people in different states. I haven't really had too many people in, I've had a few people from the same state, but like southern part and northern part, you know, like California is pretty big. So just because you live in California doesn't mean you're close to each other. So I am learning that, but message me. Let me know what you're interested in. What would you like to see an AWOL zebra be on? What would you like to get as a gift? What would you like for part of our booster club? Do we have a pledge? Do we don't have a pledge? Do we have a shirt? Do we don't have a shirt? Do we take minutes? I don't know. Do we send inspirational messages to ask people to have a good day because you want them to? Will that help you get up and feel good? I don't know. These are just all these thoughts that are going through my head. This is what happens when you get bedridden and you can't do anything. So work on your fascia before it stops working for you. Thank y'all for being here. Thank you for coming back each and every day. It means the world to me. It truly does. Please support AWOL Zebra if you can. That would be even better. Please follow us on Spotify if you can. That's even doubly better. And message me. Let me know how things are going for you because you listen to me. 
I listen to you. Christy Lynn Hanchi, I appreciate you coming back each and every day. It absolutely means the world to me. I hope your pain is minimal. And if you have a story to share, do it with me here on AWOL Zebra. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.